are now listening to She Says So, the podcast. I'm your host, Jaya Shanae. Welcome, welcome. Um, I am happy and excited for you guys to be taking a listen. I am excited to finally get this podcast out, but also a little nervous. Um, If you have been following me, I have been talking about that. You guys have been asking me for it, and I've been talking about saying that I was going to do this podcast for about eight months now. Um, And... Even in the last month and a half, I have worked very hard on trying to get this podcast out. And there has been so many issues from the microphone that I got, which is wrong, but it don't worry. We'll get a new one um, to the graphics, to the intro, to even today. This is my fourth time recording this. Can you believe that? This is my fourth time trying to record this because of background noise. Every time I'm like flowing, going good. And then there's ding, ding, ding. And I'm like freaking out because I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. So needless to say, it has been a struggle, but I'm here. Um, My definitely theme of this year is, you know, run for it, go with it. Because you may know that perfection is a thief of progression. And I am one of those people where I am definitely a creative. And when I fixate my mind on something or when I visualize what I want, I want to put out quality work. I want to put out everything that I do. I want to be of a certain standard and a certain caliber that I set for myself. Um, And I will hold my content until I feel like it's there. So um, I'm not doing that no more, you know? So... I'm not going to put out anything that's trash. I don't believe that I can really produce trash things, but I'm going, I'm taking a run for it with everything that I got right now. And we'll get to where the perfection that I viewed later on. So I'm rolling with it and I hope you're rolling with me. I just like to introduce myself um, again, for those who have not been following me over the years, and don't know who I am, what I do, um, what's going on. My name is Jay Shanae. Um, I am a 20-something millennial life coach, as I say. Um, I Basically, I have been on a journey for a very long time. Um, I am at a, I have been consistently for years at a great place in my journey. Um, I cultivated my own happiness. I worked through my own shit. I held my own self accountable. And with that... I have been able to exceed and excel in life and at everything that I set out to do. I have, I am a consistent winner. And now I'm at the place in my life where I know that my, I know what my passion is. I know what my purpose is. And I am here to share that with the world. I am here as a life coach and I own Beanstalk Consulting LLC. It's my job to help you get to where that same place, what I feel, what I know, the assurance that I have in myself, the love that I have for myself, the happiness that I partake in every single day. I am here to teach you how to find that for yourself. So that's just what my, my passion is. And I, and I hope that I can reach that through my mode of all of my various modes of my blog what did she say.com or youtube my instagram page (laughs) and now this podcast whatever um method that you that you interact with me on i i truly hope that 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 is the experience that you have um like i said this has been a long time coming and you guys have been asking me about it and it's finally here so i'm excited and i don't want to take up any more time I know this is the first episode, but I don't want to take up too much time on myself. So let's just dive in. So this week has been pretty interesting um, from R. Kelly's documentary to just getting my life back in order um, and really gathering up the ducks that I have to make a run for it, as I said. So, in doing so, like I said, I have a YouTube, and three years ago on my YouTube, it'd be three years in February, I did a five-part series on dating. Um, 
which is funny because it definitely was a bit ahead of its time. So I ended up taking the videos down. Well, I put them on private mode on YouTube. Um, and I was like, okay, I think, I, I think I'm too ahead right now. So yesterday or the day before, two days ago, I posted on Instagram, um, why is dating so hard in this generation? Everyone's always complaining about dating. Everyone's, I, I see so much content about the woes of dating. Um, I was actually in the dating pool a year, uh, well, no, not a year ago. I was in the dating pool the summer of 2017. So I am, you know, I know what the woes of dating from the apps to, you know, in person. And I, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what are, why is it so difficult? You know, let's talk about that. Why is it so difficult for us? And I did, my, I did a partial rant, as I normally do, um, on Instagram stories and dropped some gems there. But I want to dive into, you know, the root of the issue. So we are currently in a microwave era, if you've ever heard that before, um, where everything is instant. Um, So much is at our fingertips and this present time that we're in from social media to dating apps, to ordering food, ordering clothes, working, doing a job, making a living, reading, all of this stuff is at the tip of our fingers. You know, you order on Amazon and sometimes you can need to arrive the same day. So it has conditioned us and it has skewed our concept of the construct of time. So things start speeding up. Time passes by a lot faster. I'm telling you, 10 years ago, I used to feel like every day was so long. I remember when I was going through stuff. I remember when things were rough. It just, it felt like every year was so long. And now as we're older, as Time has progressed as the news cycles become faster. As there's so much content put to us every single day. Time is just flying. Every time I look up, I'm like, damn, it's 11 p.m. already? Damn, it's been a month? Damn, I've been working on this for eight months. It don't feel like it's been eight months. And it's crazy how fast time moves. And that transcends into how we date and how we think about things. So... When you meet someone, what I've noticed happens is you meet them, you go out on a few dates, and you're like, I'm ready for a relationship. I want to be in a relationship with that person. Or you've only known someone for a month. You've only known someone for a few weeks, and you're all in. You're ready to go. You are going out of your way. You are feeling like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this is the one. But you don't even know that person. You don't even know that person. And this is how a lot of people end up in bed with demons. Because we rush things. You ready for sleepovers. You ready for the issue with it is when you rush you overlook that's just like if you're looking for your keys and you you got to be out the house in 10 minutes and you're trying to find your keys you be looking you'll be looking everywhere and you swear you do not see your keys you're getting frustrated you are you are doing everything that you can to find these keys. You are looking up under stuff. You're like, I know these keys should be right here. I know it should be right here. And it's not until you slow down that you see the keys. And that's how red flags work as well. People show you who they are from the jump. You just have to be paying attention to see it. Now, but if you're moving too fast, then you won't see, you'll miss it. And you won't see it into hindsight after the red flag has presented itself in a way that has hurt you. 
So, we're moving too fast right now. Um, and it's hurting us. Another thing is, in this fast-paced, microwave, social media era, is, like I said, we're ingesting so much content so fast. It's insane. You become what you feed into yourself. That's food. That's the thoughts. That's the words. That's the images. You hear it enough, you see it enough, you speak it enough, you become it. There's no getting around that. So when you look at who you follow on social media, when you look at the drama that ensues, when you look at the negativity that ensues, when you look at a certain type of person, when you look at uh, a certain lifestyle, you be you start to... You start to become it. Now, that doesn't mean if you look at a bunch of millionaires, you're going to become a millionaire. But that means likely what will happen is you will start striving to emulate what you are seeing, regardless if you got the money in the bank or not. Or if you emu- or if you see a bunch of people who are always wearing design or always wearing or portraying a certain type of lifestyle, next thing you know, you care about those things. Next thing you know, you're, you're feeling inadequate. Next thing you know... You don't think that you are are doing a hot enough job where you are. And that's why there are so many insecurities. There are so many issues on a personal level with people um, where people don't know who they are because of there's so much that they feed into themselves, not even realizing that they're taking all of that in. That brings me to the point of knowing who you are. A lot of people don't know who the F they are. There are a lot of lost people. And there are a lot of people following lost people. It's like the blind leading the blind. They have fed themselves with someone else. You're feeding yourself with them. And that's when you start noticing and everybody kind of seeming like they're doing the same thing. Wearing the same thing, acting the same way, it's because everybody's following each other. Because everybody's following each other, literally. Everyone's following each other and becoming each other because they are literally following each other on these social media accounts. And it's a scary sight. It's been, I think it's been like a year and a half maybe that I made the decision I'm looking at you know the following followers that I, not the followers the people that I'm following on Instagram and I'm like I don't even know these people it's not even what I like I could care less about designer clothes I could care less of course I like having nice things but I like taking nice trips and a lot of people that, a lot of the um, popular people that I was even following, they wasn't taking trips. But they just shopped all day. And that's not even my lifestyle. So I ended up following the pages that I, that I identified with, that, I, that was a part of me and was a part of my lifestyle. Because I, when I realized that, I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't want, I don't care about this stuff. So why am I looking at it? Why am I feeding myself this? So I, I went through all, I don't even know. I think I had like 800, I was following like 800 people. I sat down and I went through every single account that I was following. Um, especially like if I didn't recognize or if there were like big people that I saw all the time on my feed and I would look at their page and I would say, nope, unfollow, 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 unfollow. I brought, broke my following list down so that it reflected me 
and not me trying to reflect it. I never want to be in a position where I'm reflecting something that I start becoming something that I'm not because I know who I am, because I have been there, because I have went through those things. And it is not easy, baby. It is not easy. So I never want to even for a second lose myself. Especially unconsciously lose myself. So I, you know, I challenge you to go through your your list. I challenge you to look at who you really are following. Look at what you're feeding into yourself. And the thing about knowing who you are, it, it stems everything. It literally, it is a foundation. You cannot love yourself if you don't know who you are. You cannot truly love yourself if you don't know who you are. Because a part of love, a part of loving thyself is the good and the bad, the happy and the sad. It's the flaws, it's the scars, it's the trauma. It's the desires, it's the failures, it's the successes. And if you, if you can't even admit, speak, and own all of you, the things that you hate, the things that only you know about you, the things that you cry about or the things that um, that you only even address with yourself when you're in the dark by yourself. You can't, you can't truly love yourself because that's a part of it. That's where it begins. Love is I love me despite everything that I hate about me. Or everything that I have hated about me. And if you don't know yourself and you don't truly love yourself, you will never be able to truly know if someone else loves you. Because when there is a hole in you, when there is vulnerabilities in you, you become a prey. And predators will seek out that's male or female they will latch on to you because they see the weakness in you they see if you listen you don't know who you are somebody's gonna tell you who you are that's what social media does they are telling you or you are letting them tell you by what you watch what you read what you see what you fixate on when you say goals, goals this. Somebody just sitting outside on top of a car. Why is that goals? What is goals about that? You have to ask yourself these questions and start checking yourself and holding yourself accountable for only aligning the things, the images, the words, that match who you are. So you can't really align something to you until you figure out who you are first, right? And so figuring out who you are definitely begins with isolation. And isolation is important, especially in this day and age, because of the fact that there are so many images, because of the fact that there is such a large influence. Social media influencers are influencers for a reason. Please don't ever think that you're not being influenced. Please don't ever think that you are not being influenced. So here's the thing. Let me rewind some. When you don't know who you are, someone's going to tell you who you are. And a lot of times that happens um, in dating. It happens in friendships. Because people, like I said, you become a prey. Those who are weak become are eaten and they're eaten alive you know this past week the r kelly um documentary dropped 
and people are having such a hard time fathoming, you know, how, how could someone, not even him, what disappoints me so much is that people are asking how to the victims. And it's like, they're all the same. There were holes. They wanted love, but they didn't love themselves first. So someone showed them their, showed them quote unquote love and they accepted it as love. They were filled, those holes were filled by a predator. Those holes were filled in false love and they couldn't tell because they didn't even love themselves. How you love yourself is the blueprint for how someone else will love you. It is the blueprint for how someone else should treat you. It is the blueprint for you allowing someone, how you set your expectations and parameters around you, how you protect yourself starts with the love that you have for yourself. And like I said, it goes back to knowing yourself. So it's not going to click in your head when someone goes from praising you to shitting on you figuratively or maybe literally um, in R. Kelly's situation. When someone goes to being controlling or abusive to you, it's not going to click in your head. Yo, this ain't, this not love. It's not going to click in your head. Not immediately. It's not going to click in your head to cut them off. It's not going to give you strength behind your feet to walk away. Because now you have associated that person with love. Because you didn't know how to love yourself. You didn't know, you didn't have a standard. So when you're dating, I, here, here's a dating in the millennial era. Dating in our generation is so difficult because there are so many people who don't know who they are. So many lost people being led by other lost people. And when you're trying to come together with someone and bet someone out that doesn't even know who they are, they don't know what they want. If you don't know who you are, you don't know what you want. So how can you even enter in situations? How can you go on dates and you don't know what you want one way or the other? So a lot of people are getting caught up in situations where they're investing time. They're investing effort. They are investing money. And for nothing, because that person will wake up one day and be like, I don't even like you. Even though we've been kicking it and I've been telling you, you know, for months now that I really like you and you really dope and we've been going, we've been doing all of this stuff. I don't think I like you today. I want to see other people. Um, okay. That's how it feels. Uh, okay, now you're hurt about it. You know, now you have a distrust for men. You have a distrust for women or you have a distrust for a person. And the person didn't know what they wanted from the jump. They thought that they knew what they wanted based upon probably what they have seen, probably what they have been told they should want. A lot of people want a lot of great things but aren't a lot of great there's a lot of characteristics that people like that they want in a relationship that a they aren't those characteristics and b you know it just sound good a lot of people don't even know if that's what they really want a lot of people don't even really want relationships you know and there are other people who don't want relationships as well. There are men and women that you will be able to find who are not ready, who are not looking. But a part of knowing who you are is you become an advocate for yourself. You are responsible for you. You are responsible for your feelings. You have a high sense of accountability. So nobody, people don't get over on you because you know that you're responsible for it. So if once you know who you are, you will know, I'm not ready for a relationship yet. I'm not interested in a relationship yet. 
I am interested in a relationship now. I have worked on myself. I have built myself up. I know what I'm worth. I love myself. I am firm in who I am. So I am ready for a relationship. You may be that person or you may be the other person. But either way, you on one side of the fence. You ain't on both sides. You're not sitting on top of the fence. It's one or the other. When you are, when you know yourself, you're sure of yourself. Like I said, and you stand firm in it. And nobody can rock that. Nobody can rock you. You own your shit. You own who you are. So when you enter a situation, and I have been there before, where it is, hey, you know, Guys just want to try to, they want to date you. I've dated guys who have truly wanted serious relationships with me. And I knew that I didn't want to be in a relationship. And I said, I don't want to be in a, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not interested in a relationship. That's not what I want. That's not where I am mentally at. I'm still in love with somebody. So me even dating, should I be dating? That's debatable. But maybe I want my time occupied. Maybe I want to be just entertained. Maybe I'm dating because I want to be entertained. I did a whole post, um, who knows, a minute ago about the different stages of dating or the different stages you of relationships with someone. And let me pull that up because what I love about this podcast and I hope that you guys enjoy about this podcast is I'm just flowing. And I want you to flow with me and rock with me. And I hope that in the end, we get, you know, you hear something, we get somewhere. But, yeah, let me, let me, let's talk about this. Let me see. Because I like to quote myself. No. Mm-hmm. One second. Okay, so let's go through the stages of relationships. Because this is important. Um to know what you're looking for and communicate it and only to only engage with people who are also looking for what you're looking for and that you are mutually on the same page. I think this is problem number three. I kind of got off on a, on a tangent a few minutes, a few minutes ago. So I think this is problem number three, communication, communicating and holding yourself accountable for not even just yourself, but for that other person as well. It is human nature for us to take advantage of other people. It is human nature for you to be taking advantage of at some point in your life, at multiple points in your life. That's just what we do. It does not make you a bad person. Um, I think if... (laughs) I think if you prey on people and are a predator to taking advantage of people... You are a terrible person. But I it also naturally happens. Um, and it is your responsibility to police yourself. To not to choose to not um engage in situations that are not equally balanced. Even if it, it is the scales are tipped in your favor. Okay? So let's start with the talking stage. The talking stage is initial communication via text, DMs, phone calls, um, prior to physical one-on-one time spent together. Okay? Let me repeat that. Initial communication via text, DMs, phone calls, all prior to a physical one-on-one time spent together. So you are talking up until you go on to a date. Up to the first date, it is talking. Literally, what it says. So, you become entertaining. You are entertainment. You are being entertained. I am personally... Okay, let me, let me wait. Let me give you this first. So, it is communicating and or spending time with a person for one's own benefit without any romantic interest. That could be financial, that could be physical, that could be emotional, that could be mental, or literally for pure entertainment. I don't know how many people have someone that they know are attracted to them, likes them, um, and this is this entertainment stage happens, 
is where a lot of scales are tipped and it's unequally balanced. And I am so guilty of this. And I apologize to any of the men who may be listening to this podcast that I have done this to. Um, I have absolutely entertained people who felt like they were dating me. I have absolutely been entertained and wanted nothing more with people who I knew wanted more from me. They may not have initially wanted more, but at, at some point I was still being entertained and I that's all that I was looking for was entertainment and they were looking for a spouse. <laughs> they were looking to actually build something. And um, I think I apologize for that. I just want to apologize publicly for that. But also, when you're entertaining someone, this this stage, like I said, is often unbalanced. But if you know you don't want somebody, hold yourself accountable and police yourself when you when someone starts moving into an, another stage that you're not in, that you don't want to be in. You exit the situation. You cut that situation off and you cut that person off, even though you're benefiting from it. Well, like I said, you could be benefiting physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, or you just having a, a plain old good time. But it's your job. Like, also, I do also hold the other person because often people are on the other side. They, as to be a person who believes you are dating someone, and they're just being entertained by you, sucks. It hurts. But here is where the accountability comes in. Did you communicate what you were looking for? I personally am really keen to behavioral and psychological sciences, so I can typically pick up when either, so, either someone will flat out tell me or I can pick up when it's moving a different direction than that, that I then that I wanted to go in where someone's trying to get more serious with me. So if you are not a person like that, um, you can't assume that somebody can read your mind. You can't assume that when dating that somebody's on the same page as you or when about to be dating, like I said, there's different stages. Um, you can't assume that that person knows what you're looking for. So issue number four dating in, the, in this era is, like I said, people don't speak the fuck up. Excuse my language. People don't speak up. Communicate. It's hard to communicate what you want when you don't know what you want. It's hard to know what you want when you don't know yourself. It's hard to know yourself. It's... It, 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 <laughs> It all is a trickle-down effect. So, hold yourself accountable. Police yourself. If you're on the other side of it, you need to communicate. Both sides need to communicate what they're looking for. And then cut it there if it does not match. There's also an issue where excuse me, people tend to be in denial about what the situation is. Or there's they put a lot of hope in what a situation will become. If somebody said they don't, not, they're not trying to be your man. If somebody said they're not looking for a partner. If somebody said they that that they just want to have fun. Somebody said they just want to f you, baby. That's what it is. Tell them to come back when they have when they are ready for what you are looking for. Not oh well, you know, let's just see where it goes. Mm-mm. Ain't no see where it goes. Be intentional and be on the same page from day one. Back to the stages of relationships. Um, dating. My definition for dating is the vetting of a person and or persons that you have romantic interest in to determine if they are worthy of the investment of your commitment. Thus consists of multiple dates, communication, and occasions of one-on-one -on -one time. So don't shoot me. Um, there is a lot of people disagree, but I believe that dating is not a relationship. Dating does not consist of commitment. Dating it does not initially, let me 
Okay, dating does not initially consist of commitment, um, or it does not consist. It is not a given that you are only supposed to be dating one person. The problem here is my advice is that you always assume that they're dating someone else, whether you are, or they aren't assume if you want to make assumptions, they say assumptions make asses out of you. And a lot of people get asses made out of them based on the fact that they assume a situation is one way and it's not. They assume someone can read their mind. They assume someone knows what they want. And they assume that somebody, that that person is in alignment with what they want and in agreement with their expectations and they're not. So stop making an ass out of yourself. But if you wanted to assume properly, the best assumption is that that person is dating other people. For me as a woman's perspective, like I said, I know who I am and I know what I'm worth. As should you when you're ready to, when you're truly ready to date. So because I know what I am and I know what I'm worth, it is a progression. We don't just, you just, you just can't be my boyfriend. Okay. Cause ain't nobody, I'm not looking for no boyfriend. I'm looking for a man. I'm looking for, I want a man that will become my husband. So guess what? I know what I want in a husband because I know what's compatible with me. I know what aligns with my mindset and my spirituality and my financial place and, and my goals and my ambitions and everything. So dating means that I'm going to date you and you and you and you and uh, whoever I'm going to date whoever I want to date. And it's your job to prove to me why you are worthy of me why you are such this amazing match for me that I should then invest the time and commitment to only you. A lot of people feel scorned about dating because like I said, things get rushed and too early to you commit to someone. You commit and feel like you're supposed to be loyal to someone that you're not even in a relationship with. Or maybe in your head, you do feel like you're in some, there's some type of relationship, but it's not a spoken relationship. It's, it wasn't an agreed about. It. it wasn't communicated relationship. So it leaves you asked out. So when you are taking your time to figure, to find the right person that it deserves of your time and commitment, because it takes time, baby, to get to know someone. It takes a lot of time to get to know someone. Just like it takes a lot of time for you to get to know yourself. So to invest that, you need to be sure. You need to look for the red flags, outline the risk, um, experience someone. And the problem that a lot of people have with dating other people is that they get confused with what, what goes on with dating. Because a lot of people say, oh, I'm dating someone, and but calling them they man. So they bae or they boo or they um, are thinking that they in a whole relationship. And they're not. It's not a relationship. So, but when you, in your mind, you say you commit early, you start doing a lot of relationship shit for somebody who's not in a relationship with you. So just be like dating and sex are not synonymous. Dating and kissing are not synonymous. Dating in any physical interaction outside of a hug is not synonymous. It's not a right. It's not a given. It's not something that should be expected. If it happens, sure, by all means, do you. But a lot of people frown up when you're like, you should be dating multiple people because they think that you're, they're, they're equating dating to having sex with someone or dating with doing intimate things or sharing intimate details. And that's not what dating is for. That's not what it should be for, do you? Like I said, whatever you want to do, you do. Um, but just a gentle reminder that the STD rates and HIV rates are still high. So when you do you, yeah, you hope, um, do you though? I'll just say that. So with that, I hope I haven't lost you guys because we, we diving in. 
don't be confused about what dating is and mind you this is all up for personal interpretation if you own if you're only comfortable with dating one person at a time that's perfectly fine but i don't believe that you owe that part it still stands that you don't owe that person commitment or loyalty if you want in a dating stage someone who's only communicating with you only seeing you and want that investment of time out the gate you need to say that before the gate even open this is what i'm looking for is this what you're looking for yes or no and if they say no you don't give them an option of well we can still be friends well we can still hang out and not call it dating but i'm gonna think that we're dating because you're still doing stuff that i think that the guy who's supposed to be dating me is doing should be doing no that's not how it works if they are not in the same place as you that you're looking for you say okay cool well you know, if I'm still around when you get there, if I'm still available or if, or whatever, but you don't give them the option to just ride it out with you and create confusing situations. So no matter which side you're on, whether you don't want commitment in dating or you do, you need to speak up and say where you are. Give that person the right of choice. For me, I am a person, I always say where I am and what I want. And like I said, I apologize earlier because I, I have been keen to, I would say straight up to your face, what, I, what I'm looking for, what I want. But then I would still be entertained by people who, have, who want to move to a more um, serious level. And I'm benefit, benefiting from it. And I'm like, well, shit, I told you what it was. And this is what men do a lot to women. It's like, shit, I told you what it was, but you still, I don't know where you, I mean, you still doing your own thing. And it's not right. The fact of the matter is it's not right. So like I said before, police yourself on that one. Moving forward. Relationships. And a relationship is an explicit commitment to another person romantically, physically, mentally, and emotionally with a common goal of longevity and growth. Okay, let me take a half a step backwards real quick because like I said, with dating, it's my belief that you're vetting someone out until they show you that they are worthy of your commitment. Then you, there is a, there's a half a step between dating and relationship that's exclusively dating where you have both have decided that he, the person has beat out, a man or woman has beat out the other candidates for the position, and now you want to get to know them without any distractions of anyone else. So you have decided that, hey, we're not in a relationship yet, but if you're looking to be in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, but like I said, there is it still takes time to get to know someone. Um, and people are able to put up facades, but a facade could only last for so long. And if you jump the gun, like I said before, you will miss it. You don't wanna miss it, so take your time. Um, of course, flow naturally, but at the same time, exclusively dating is a half step in between. Now, back to relationship. A relationship, like I said, is explicit commitment. You are not in a relationship. I don't want to hear. I'm so tired of people telling me, well, we haven't said it, but we are. If you ain't said it, y'all ain't. Period. I hope you can hear that T. Period. You ain't. If you have not explicitly stated it, you ain't. I don't care if y'all living together. I don't care how much y'all sexing. I don't care how much money is being transpired. I don't care how much he do for you, how much she do for you, how much y'all do for each other. I don't care about none of that. What's understood don't have to be explained on apply here. Cause it ain't understood. It ain't understood until it's explained. If somebody can't flat out tell you that you in a, that they're in a relationship with you, then it ain't a relationship because it's not a mutually commitment. That's where the true commitment is. 
where you mutually decide together that here we are about to begin this journey together because you know the point of a relationship is to grow with someone and yeah you can grow in short amount of time but typically the progressions of the relationships is you go from relationship you truly you want to be married i i mean not everyone wants to be married but in my eyes the relationship you become in a relationship with someone that you're that you are building with to be prepared for marriage that you you will enter a relationship with someone that you foresee um being in a marriage with so you grow together and you wouldn't enter a relationship with anyone that you don't foresee that with because you're wasting your time and as we have discussed time moving fast well, ain't nobody got time to waste these days shit i'm just trying to make it through every 24. i ain't got time to you, for you to be wasting it and i and i'm blinking in we don't waste the six months no that's why you take your time before you commit to someone that that is the person that you should be with you clear out those red flags now There's also another type of relationship that's called situationships. My definition for a situationship, it occurs when both parties want to have their cake and eat it too, leading them to break the boundaries and mix up the previous three right along with their needs and feelings. There's always confusion in situationships and there are always situational rules and someone is always bound to be hurt by a situation by a situationship because it's always so messy it's always so messy I definitely tried to have a a, a, um, a clear cut out rule situationship with my man and needless to say he ended up back being my man because it's so messy. It don't make sense. Like, what do you tell, like, even just down to how do you describe this person? You're not in a relationship with them. You didn't, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, hold my, hold my own. And I'm like, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be in a relationship again yet. So we're going to be in a situationship. I made a conscious decision to be in a situationship. And it, it, I don't even know at what point did it turn from it not being a situationship. And maybe it was never a situationship from the jump. And we just told ourselves it was a situationship because we were still committed to each other. It, like I said, messy. Messy. So don't get into it. Um, <laughs> millennial dating. In cap. Recap. In all. Millennial dating is difficult and messy because of skewed expectations. It's difficult because of rushing. It's difficult because of communicating and communication. But most importantly, it is difficult because there are too many people who don't know themselves and don't police themselves. Yep, that's what it is. And like I said, you can't communicate what you want if you don't know what you want. And you can't know what you want if you don't know yourself. You can't know what to accept if you don't know yourself. You don't have a standard for love if you don't love yourself. A lot of people end up in very toxic situations because they don't want to take the time to go through the pain. It's very painful to dig out who you are. It's very painful to address the things that, that you don't want to talk about. And it's not that you necessarily that you have to talk about them to someone else, but you got you to gotta be real with yourself. It is such a realness to hold yourself accountable. It's such a realness to dig out, dig out your flaws, to dig out the toxic things that you've done, that you've said, your traits. It takes accountability for it. And it's hard, and I get it. 
a lot of people don't want to they don't want to talk about this it. compartmentalize like it didn't happen a lot of people don't even want to address it like you won't want to think about it and i get it but that's how you fall victim to situations to people to being preyed on to being hurt it's all a trickle down effect so if you don't take nothing else from this podcast today is ask yourself who you are and this is a running theme with me it's a running theme um in my everyday life it's a constant reevaluation because it's a constant maintenance on my happiness growth is inevitable and it's it you can stunt your growth but it for me it is a way of life it's constant it's consistent so i am always checking myself always being accountable for my actions always i'm learning to police myself even more so like i said the issues people don't know themselves and the people there are people who know themselves and know what they want and state what they want and then they don't police themselves because it is your responsibility too to police yourself when you know that you ain't doing right when you know when you are conscious of taking advantage of someone yep stop that shit stop it it's your job to cut it off. But yeah. I think this was a great first podcast. I hope you guys leave me some comments. And what I like to say is thank you for taking a seat at my table. But don't you forget to pass the plate. Please share um, with someone. Tag someone. Tell all your friends. Put it in the group chat. Um, but yeah, let me know. How was this for a first podcast? I think, you know, <laughs> I think, I think we on a roll. I think we're going to roll and I think we're going to be great together, but we shall see. Thanks guys. Bye.